I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. We're heard all across the nation. Many stations play this program. We're very grateful to the program directors who choose this program to play for you. Also, we have affiliates online with Aftermath.fm and TalkStreamLive.com, which links many of the radio stations we play on to areas of the Internet where you can listen as well. So uh, you can check that out. If you want to listen to the show in a more convenient time, want to also study and read some of the documents that we use, some of the other inf- uh, information that we put forward, you can always go to Aftermath.media. Aftermath.media is available for people who want more from Ground Zero, not just me talking but plenty of podcasts plenty of uh, study groups plenty of places where you can go and do your own research it's ten dollars a month you just get to sign up ten dollars a month or you can do our yearly plan which is still in effect because we're uh, we're going to close it down i think it's 79 dollars for the month of august for a year so check it out 139 for the friends and family which is you and three other people so sign up today for aftermath.media we really appreciate all of you that have supported that and continue to support it throughout the years so a few days ago, I think it was either, well, I've been on a synchronicity kick lately with the number 13, and um, I noticed that the uh, uh, number of things still were kind of bizarre about the number 13 today. I, well, actually, over the weekend, I noticed that the tail fin on the, uh, on the plane that was coming in with the 13 soldiers that had, that had passed away during the dignified ceremony of the remains switch, um, the numbers on the tail fin added up to 13. Today, they actually got the last, well, not really, but they said they did. They got the last of uh, Americans and those who wanted to leave Afghanistan. Got it a day early because they were going to say August 31st was the deadline, so a day early, which leaves us 13 days till 9-11. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the, if the synchronicities are there, they mean something to me. They may mean something to you. They may not mean something to you because people are saying, well, you know, this number stuff is a little bit much. Well, no, it, it, if it affects the number, the number, of course, has uh, has power. It, it certainly does. I mean, you know, I give the number six six six, and really people go, "Oh, the mark of the beast." Of course, um, number seven, lucky number seven. People always think, you know, you, you go to the casino and you see seven seven seven. That means you're going to get a jackpot. Um, and so I I've been uh, seeing a lot of synchronicity lately, and 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 I try to explain how uh, how synchronicity works. And I offer this idea that when you flip a coin. You always have random results, heads, tails, which, you know, that's random. Heads, tails, heads, call it, head, tails, you know, you know how it is. But if you flip the coin over and over again, and you start seeing a pattern of the coin showing heads, flip after flip after flip uh, after flip, then you're seeing synchronicity. You're seeing something that's, no, wait a minute, why am I keep getting heads? And, you know, after about three or four times, I mean, the chances are low that you're going to have that experience. I mean, that's blatantly obvious, but. Patterns do occur at times, and when they do, I always urge people to pay attention because something is always afoot when that happens. And as I've said many times, when you are in the business of pointing out inconsistencies and you see patterns, timing is everything. And when you start noticing heads come up more than three times with your coin, that should be an indication of triplicity. Now, it may be hard to swallow, but the world is full of surprises. It's full of 
synchronicities. It's 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 a fractal, I guess, and it, and it continues to su- surprise me. It surprises a lot of people. On August eighteenth, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's geostationary operational environmental satellite, the GOES satellite sixteen, captured four different storms churning in the skies above North America. Satellite captured aerial views of hurricanes Grace and Linda, along with tropical storms Fred and Henri. The satellite image also showed these swirling billows of smoke streaming across the western United States from all the major wildfires we're seeing in California, parts of Oregon, and, uh, you know, all over. It was like a lyric from the Rolling Stones song, Jumping Jack Flash. I was born in a crossfire hurricane. You know, I was thinking about that. Or... I, I actually, when I was, I, I posted a picture of that on the internet, and I was thinking to myself that biblical scripture, I think it was in Revelation chapter 7, it says, and after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor the sea, nor any tree. And, and, to, and to me, that was like amazing. I mean, I saw four storms that the satellite had picked up, four storms, then you had that fire smoke going up the coast. And it was just, it looked like something out of The Day After Tomorrow. Remember that movie? Day After Tomorrow, it looked like that. And it was meaningful to me. It was it was a meaningful coincidence to me, and it, and it makes things interesting in my world. And when I start seeing synchronicities and I see these consistent, you know, over and over again patterns, I they're, they're meaningful to me, and I want to share them with you. Because um, I, I was very curious about these storms. I was curious about where they would all go, what it would all mean. And and so, I mean, officially, we are in hurricane season. And Henri eventually gained momentum and managed to flood the East Coast. We were talking about that a little bit last week or the week before last. I'm, I'm just, you know, time for me, like I say, it blurs sometimes. But uh, now we're hearing about Ida. Ida is now a tropical storm. And the coincidence of having this hurricane arrive on the 16th anniversary of Katrina, I mean, again, again, we're seeing these consistencies. Hurricane Isaac, Hurricane Isaac did the same thing seven years to the day of Katrina. So you have Ida, who comes on the 16th anniversary. Isaac came the seventh, uh, seven-year anniversary of Katrina. Hurricane Harvey, some seven, five, seven years later, Hurricane Harvey did the same thing came in on that day. So here you have the three again, the, the the triplicity. You have you have Katrina, you have Isaac, and you have Harvey. And they're all coming in around the same time, August 28th, August 29th, and they, they did so in a cycle. I mean, what are the odds of that? Three. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, hurricanes are normal for this time of year. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I know. I mean, people say, oh, Clyde, come on. No, I know. I mean, hurricane, August to November is hurricane season, right? So, but have at least three hit, you know, on the same day, within five to seven years of each other. Pretty amazing, you know, how that how, how the cycle. I mean, it shows weather goes in cycles. But there are some things that are happening, though, that I I, I think are peculiar. And, and I mean, believe me, the weather's been peculiar all year. But this is where we have to stop and wonder whether or not you know we're looking at weather manipulation because you know, sure, hurricanes are happening. Hurricanes. Uh, we know can be steered, they can be warded off, they can be pushed. But there's some some synchronicity, again, that I, I don't think anybody's going to cover, but I see it and I want to share it with you.
But let's let's go to some of the weird weather, some of the strange things that I've been finding that I that basically accumulated over the, the last month or so uh, beyond that. Um, back on the 20th, uh, about 10 days ago, Colorado and Utah uh, had to shut down some of the roads in the higher elevations because of heavy snow and whiteout conditions. Snowbird, which is a resort, ski resort, um, it's in Little Conwood Canyon in Utah. It had moderate snowfall, which is rare for August to have snowfall that early. Utah Department of Transportation traffic cameras picked up light snow in the high Uintas as well. That's over there by uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, the Uintas uh, got snow. Uh, mountainous areas got snow. Rockport Reservoir is a place where, in August, my family used to go camp. We go fishing and swimming out there in, in Rockport. It got moderate snowfall. It was always hot at, at Rockport. You know, in the in the in the August in August, uh, the end of August, middle of August. Now they're getting snow. I mean, that's unheard of. And apparently what they're saying is the smoke from the wildfires had cooled the area down substantially. Last year, uh, the first snow in Colorado arrived in early September. On September 7th, uh, if you remember this strange occurrence, Denver hit 93 degrees on September 7th, dropped 43 degrees, and on September 8th, they got hit with an inch of snow. And people saying, oh, Clyde, that's normal. But I did some checking, and I found out, no, it isn't normal. Here's a look. Let me give you a look here of the, the first snowfalls during 10 years. Let's do a 10-year look here. So snow fell on September 8, 2020. Uh, that was last year. It, it is it's now fallen in August this year. Um, October 10th, October 6th. This is going 2019, 2018. Let's go in a sequence backlog years. October 10th, October 6th, October 9th, November 17th. November 5th, November November 11th, October 18th, October 5th, and October 25th. So November and October is usually the months for snow. September last year was early for snow, and now August in the higher elevations of Colorado and Utah, they're getting whiteout conditions. I mean, and it's because the temperatures they're saying in these regions are getting cooler because of the wildfire smoke. Now, now the wildfires, the smoke from the wildfires cooling the atmosphere – now, what that is, is it's a form of geoengineering because when you see the fires and, and, and the fires are either man-made or caused by lightning or whatever, the smoke changes the, the, the atmosphere. And so things cool down. It's, it's, it, 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 I mean, this is simple science here. But the climate alarmists are all over the idea of a warming climate, but the earth responds to smoke that blocks the sunlight, therefore cooling the climate we had volcanoes that have erupted a lot of them sending that volcanic ash into the air that cools the planet down so the planet has its own cooling system if it, if it, if it starts getting warmer it starts cooling itself off in, in many other ways but the problem is we have people like bill gates and the keith group and uh, you know other people who who say well maybe we should dump sulfites or graphene into the sky yeah they want to put graphene in the sky graphene chemtrails um and this is the kind of thing that bothers me. I mean, they don't call them chemtrails now. They call them something else. They rename them stratospheric aerosol injections. So if you say chemtrails, ah, oh, you're a kook. You, you believe in chemtrails. But no, these are stratospheric aerosol injections they wish to do, which has the same effect of blocking the sunlight with wildfires, volcanic ash, creating cooling temperatures, which brings snow to the higher elevations of, of uh, Colorado and Utah. But there's more to this, not just the, the cooling down, but also the heating up with the, uh, the the fires and we have fires in Tahoe and several other places I want to get to and of course more from the hurricanes 
503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.